I guess we should start by saying, do we think we would survive a horror movie? Oh, are you kidding? I'm gone. I'm gone immediately. And not because of some stereotype, but because I <laughs> would I would lose all faculties and <laughs> I'd run into the knife somehow. <laughs> it's tough. I don't know. Would I survive a horror movie? I feel like I, wa- I, would, I would know the rules, but maybe I might be like, Jamie Kennedy in Scream where I like know it so much but then like realize like oh wait a minute (laughs) you know there's a the person is behind me as I'm screaming to somebody else that they're behind them you know yeah yeah James I think that you would totally survive and you would be the one that everybody would think would die and they'd be like oh no it's almost almost but then you would keep on like accidentally stumbling over dropping something and hitting the the killer's head and stuff Uh like that like I feel like you would totally (laughs) be like the like comedic survivor who like just like accidentally like steps on the shovel that like (laughs) hits the head of the you know whatever yes okay okay. (laughs) comedic luck on my side yeah and and john there's no way that you would ever you'd be like this is not the way i'm gonna die i feel like you would like fight so hard with every part of yourself like i just feel like there's like a part of you that was just like this is not my story like i don't die in a horror movie like mm-hmm. you can't outsmart me and i feel like you would like savvy your way out of and outsmart everything and you would be the planner now me i know i would survive there's no question about it okay. and i would and i would also I would help everyone else survive. I am a planner. I'm a good organizer in emergencies. I'm fantastic at like organizing groups of people to do things and delegating and making a plan and seeing what the group needs to do to survive. And I would definitely, definitely. However, I don't have that like strong will to live that so many people have. So like I would. You might sacrifice. I, I might sacrifice myself for the for the group. Okay, I would throw myself in front. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not like uh, you're not saying you would just be like I can't anymore. It would be. It would be strategic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. At least we all making it out. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You got y'all. Y'all be fine. I don't know, man. I. I don't know what I would do. It feels tough to. I feel like it depends on what what's killing us. You know? Are we? Yeah, I was going to ask that. Is it like a? Is it ghosts? Is it, you know, a, a murderer, a couple murderers? You know what I mean? Is it like some mm-hmm. sick game? You know, or if it's a thing, it like a if doll? it's a thing where I'm like, I wake up and I'm in a saw thing, then that's right. Then no, thank you. You know, I don't have the threshold right. and whatever I did to get me in that saw thing, because that's what it is. Everyone <laughs> did something. <laughs> You like did something and now you're in a saw thing. Then I, it's like, well, I shouldn't have done that thing. Oh, well, right. You did something ahead. wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were, you, you cheated someone. You like, yeah, took advantage of somebody else. You know, yeah. I don't know. You were, I don't know, a part of some like group horrible murder thing. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I actually, in a, like a Jaws situation, I don't know if that mm-hmm. counts. As the same thing, sure. but like in like a Jaws thing, like if I was in water and like 
a big beast was following me. Like, I actually do think that's where my give up would come up. Like, because, like, I don't think I can plan. <laughs> oh, like a creature. Yeah, like, I think the right. water element, the creature and the water element. Right. Like, if I'm on land, I feel right. like I can be pretty savvy. If right. I'm, if I, I think maybe. You're, but you're in water. Yeah, no, water, not so much. I think I would I give mean, up. I think also maybe in the sky. I think in the sky I might give up too. Right. Well, I was gonna sky. say. I was gonna say you you giving up you giving up in the water. I mean, I mean if and if if any that's the blackening. <laughs> what? What? You know what I mean? I mean what? You're just gonna let yourself go because you're in water. You got to swim away, but you're like, now nah, I, I can't do this. No. I mean, that's, no, that's the black when, thing. It's like when you're making <laughs> toast. When you're making toast, but you've burnt your toast, and you've and you're like, oh, I'm oh, just gonna give up. I'm just gonna give up on making this toast. Now that's Wait. the blackening. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, giving up on the toast, not the toast turning black. The toast, the toast has turned so black that you give up. Now that's the blackening. <laughs> Oh my god! It sounds it sounds this bad when I do it, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, wow. I thought they were both fine. I don't know. Is that good? Is that is, is that fair to say <laughs> they, were both, they both work? Right? <laughs> I don't have that's one. It. That's why. I... <laughs> right. And giving up on a bit. I mean, that's the black thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start you the know. show. Uh, you know. Are you sure you don't want a snack of a bruised banana that's really, really bruised? It's got <laughs> the blackening. Wow. Okay. We were supposed to start the show, but now we're starting the show. Now we're starting the show. Jonathan Raylock. James III. Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. I accidentally smelled some of the dick. <sighs> <laughs> of all the lines. The oh. second he said it, I the second he said it, I put it in my back pocket. <laughs> and oh that's the line. Goodness. And I and I <laughs> Oh my goodness. What a what a line. All right. Uh, we're starting it off. <laughs> With the best, a, with with an incredible with, line, an incredible yeah. line, an incredible yeah. line. Was that line written down in the script? No, no. we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never I know. know. That, that line was not written down in the script. That was a Jermaine Fowler, brilliant, all day. genius. Um, okay, Ugh. first of all, we just we should address the elephant in the room. Okay, Jarrah's not here. He's not. He's not here. He's not. He got the, the, um, the blackening. <laughs> he got the blackening. He got the blackening. <laughs> he went um, to London and looked up into a chimney. And got um, the blackening. Yes. <laughs> wow, you just, these just uh, keep he, coming for you, Tessa. Dra <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is dealing with some personal stuff, but uh, you know we're uh, with him. He, he he's okay, and uh, and. What, whenever he comes back, it'll be great. I don't know. We don't know exactly when that might be, but um. But for all of those who are uncomfortable with the imbalance of 
and lack of diversity of gender uh, <laughs> representation in the Black Man Can't Jump podcast wow, history. Wow. <laughs> Today you have some relief <laughs> from your discomfort <laughs> from oh listening to such, such an imbalanced podcast. Okay. Yeah. Well, your favorite guest is back. <laughs> Uh, I haven't even introduced it. We're, we're, we're a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Okay. That's right. Talk and, about race and uh, diversity. You know, three of us host this. Uh, Jarrah's not here, but the voice that you're listening to now, that sounds like the person who will like keep would everybody die calm. first. <laughs> <laughs> keep everyone calm. Be the first one, And dude. make sure I make it out alive. Uh, but also might leave somebody, you know, if, if somebody said, leave me, I might do it. <laughs> For sure. That that voice is Jonathan Braylock. And this voice is James the Third. Okay. Just pulling from the character in the movie. Great. Already. Yep. Right. <laughs> just you quoted that character. And now you're voicing. The now character. I get it. And we have... Uh, what is this seventh get seventh time guess? My goodness, do we have jackets? Eight? What are you? <laughs> yeah, I need a jacket <laughs> or a robe. Jack. I need a silk robe. Ooh, that has nothing <laughs> to do with your podcast name or m- anything, yeah. or your faces or your name. You just on need it. a I silk robe. <laughs> you just need <laughs> just a silk robe. <laughs> Um, okay. An incredible comedian, writer. You've seen her on television. Uh, on wait, thousand- Jonathan, I don't want you doing it. I want James to do it. Oh wow! Okay. Ooh, <laughs> I don't normally do it. This is new. You put me on the spot with this. I know. I know. It's going to be so much more fun. <laughs> Listen, uh, this is an incredibly talented actor, comedian. Songstress, she does it all. You've seen her on television. You've seen her on stage. You've, you, <laughs> what, what else have you? She's been on radio, You're Disney. On Please put your hands together. <laughs> helicopters. What's the helicopter for? Everybody. No helicopters. Have you been on radio, Disney? I haven't. I should be on Radio Disney. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I haven't ever sure. been on Radio Disney, but I've been on podcasts. They're like kids' podcasts. You know. Well, then there mm-hmm. it is. That's the yeah. Wrote for saying. Sesame Street podcast. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. All right. Well, today we are reviewing the Blackening. Just came the out. Blackening. Juneteenth. You know, and we have been upfront about this, but you know, we got a lot of friends in this. Uh, yes, <laughs> there's a lot of friends of the pod in this movie. We got X Mayo, we got Woo! Jermaine Fowler, Woo! Uh, we got Dwayne Perkins. Woo! Okay, also starring Antoinette Robertson, Woo-hoo! Melvin Gregg, Yvonne Orji, Jay Farrow, Grace Byers, and Cinqua Wallace. Is that who? Is that who? I would Cinqua. be okay yeah. if he was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord! If he was your friend, he can be a a friend of this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sure. This movie came out Juneteenth, according to uh, you know Wikipedia. Cost five million dollars to make. Opened the four day weekend. Opened at seven million. Not bad. Go. 
That's so bomb. That's so you know? awesome. Already it's, in the already in the green, as they every, say. Every every theater when I went to get my ticket, every theater was like close to selling out. Yes. It was like hard to figure out where to I couldn't I was getting tickets for like an eight o'clock show and I couldn't find like a you know, I have my spot where I like to sit. It was all tickets. What's your spot? What's your movie spot, James? So I like I like to be towards the the upper back sort of area and then and off to the side. So like I like being able to see the full screen and I also like being able to just leave the theater at any, at any moment's notice if I need to. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. So you'd prefer if you're forced, you'd prefer further back than closer. Yes. And I I, I sat third row for this because I had to. <laughs> it was still good. I could still see everything. You know what I mean? But I was like, oh, man, I would rather be farther back. I would love for the listeners to let us know in, in their comments and in their reviews and different things like that, what their favorite seat position is Thank in you. the movie theater. <laughs> yes. So we can do a little we can do a little unofficial uh what's the word poll poll is the word i'm thinking of yeah where's the best (laughs) well i'm not saying that that's the best spot to sit i'm just saying that's where i like that's where i'm that's where you You that's where you like it yeah it's your best it's your best spot yeah that's where i'm at i like a middle like closer to the front like not front but like closer to the front than more back it depends on the size of the theater too though this film uh, has an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, 84% audience score. That's even lower than I thought. That's absurd. That's insane. I mean, pretty close, though, together, which is nice. And it should have a 99. Thank you. At, the, at least. It was uh, directed by Tim Story. He's also directed the, I believe, the Ride Along movie. Yeah, that was that's Tim Story. Mm-hmm. Let's oh, go, wow. Tim Story. Think Like a Man. Tom and Jerry? Oh, okay. We haven't reviewed Tom and Jerry, but Tim's... I don't know right. why you said it, Tom. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> he directed about that. movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did the, he did the live-action Tom yes, and no, Jerry. Well, yeah, I know, he did. Live-action yes, yes, Tom yes. and Jerry, but yeah. The live-action Tom and Jerry movie. He also directed Fantastic Four. That's oh, right. The second one? That's so cool. The second one. Both of them. Right? He did both, both of them? them? Hold up. Tim yeah. Story did both the... the what are we talking? Yeah, like what's the, going on, cuz? I'm upset. The Chris now. Evans I, one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. realize he did yeah. both of them. Come yeah. on, Tim Story. Let's go. And uh, co-written by Tracy Oliver and Dwayne Perkins. Woo-woo! Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Earnin' is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin' app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we, I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, 
I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning Today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Initial thoughts. Who wants to start? Tessa? I'll go first. I guess. Oh, oh wait, yeah, okay. Tessa should go. Wait, no, Tessa no, should go first. No, I want She's James. I want James to go first. Okay, I'll go first. I want to hear James. I thought about uh, you so much during this movie, James. While watching this movie, this one yeah, in particular. Yeah, oh, that's cool. I, I I think you could have been in the cast so easily. It, it oh. I just feel like this. Yeah, I feel like you would have nailed this genre so well. Well, oh, thank you. you I know, appreciate that. We did all we did all audition for this movie. Yes, which parts though? <laughs> did we, was it the same parts? Uh, okay, well I'll I start. I auditioned for okay. I auditioned for Jermaine's uh, part. Okay, obviously. And uh, and so I I I will start by saying. I remember when I saw the trailers and Jermaine was doing this like character and I was like, man, I could have done a character. <laughs> like, I was, <laughs> back in my mind, like, man, now I'm not, not going to say I'm a Jermaine Fowler because I'm not by any means, but I was like, man, I could have done a character. I, I could have put on a voice. I could have done some stuff. You know, I was doing all that. And so I thought I was going to watch the movie and be like super upset at, at, at that. But the second he came out, I was like, oh, this is incredible. <laughs> like just every line out of his mouth, I was eating, I was eating them all up. And also just in general, remembering that this sketch went viral, super viral. There's always those those feelings of like, well, how come I don't got no viral sketch or whatever? You know, like and those feelings of like, oh, how am I gonna feel watching this movie? And truly, I had a great time. I thought it had a perfect opening scene. And did not disappoint for the rest of the for the rest of the movie. Fell in love with everybody. There are thrills and there are big laughs. And there are there are plenty of times where I like found myself like cheering. There was a who for for who? I don't know. Just cheer, just cheering after like certain lines and certain sequences and certain, you know. And I'm excited to talk about them specifically. But like, you know, just the way the, the the setup of this, knowing that this first started as like, I don't know, three minute sketch and seeing it now as a 90 plus minute film, how they were able to break it open and like really have like a fulfilling feature length story. I just thought I, I, I thought that was awesome. And I can't wait for what this means for the future. I think Dwayne's doing Clue now. Like, you know, I can't wait to see whatever comes out of this. You know, what what comes next? Yeah. Because it truly was uh, fantastic to watch. X was great. You know, I didn't say anything about X. X was fantastic. <laughs> I am so right along with you in that camp of absolutely everything. I really think that this film is perfection. And I'm going to go ahead and talk to the listeners right now and say, if you have not actually seen this movie yet, pause the podcast, yeah. open up your phone, and get your ass into a theater. Buy a ticket. This- 
This is you have to buy a ticket. This if you listen to this podcast, then you care about this movie because this is perfect execution in so many ways. And you will have such a joy and you're going to want your first time seeing this movie to be in a theater. You will watch this movie so many more times and it won't. And you'll watch it regularly and ritualistically because it's such a joy. (laughs) Ritualistically. (laughs) But go and make sure you go and see it in a theater for your first time so you can say, I remember when I saw this for the first time in the theater. It's so extraordinary. Now, I have to start with X Mayo because... X Mayo is an, a performer and actor who I deeply and comedian who I deeply, deeply respect and admire. And also I get the honor to call a friend. But what X Mayo has done in this, every <laughs> single line, delivery, the costume, the outfit, the hair. And I know X Mayo had in, was a part of all of these decisions. Everything that X did in this was perfection and nailed the role so well and helped push the story forward and helped give comedic relief in the important moments and made everybody feel like friends. Honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say it was X Mayo's entrance into the movie that made me really deeply believe all of them were friends. The way that she interacts, joshes around, cracks cracks jokes, sasses people, and it was different and it was specific, made me know these fools were all real friends. And I really think that that was some of X's magic that she does. But I can't stop with X. I have so many opinions about the excellence of so many of these people. Like, I I mean, the truth is, if I didn't like this movie... I would speak highly of it on this podcast because I care about the goals and the execution and how it, what the representation that this movie is. But I don't have to fake a sentence here. This movie was so amazing. And it's so is like exciting and inspiring knowing how like what a visionary Dwayne is and has always has been. And like to just watch him continue to execute and like in and make his vision come true is just like so exciting and inspiring and then to bring along all these brilliant talented people and all of black culture and just honor and respect and delight make this like inclusive black culture community experience that we all feel we belong to and connect to it's just this is going to be a movie i watch every year at least once for the rest of my life. I can't wait. <laughs> Juneteenth movie special. I think I'll watch it on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so it's so funny because I, you know, just like a little peek behind the, just because we know so many people in this, we were we were like, should we review this? Like, are we like, you know, there was a little of like timid, like trepidation um, just in case maybe we didn't like it. I was pretty confident that we uh, we would like it no matter what, but we were scared. There was a little there was a little fear. I'm very very happy to say there was no need for that because this movie was incredible. I'll just speak to how like well it blended the horror and comedy, you know, because I think like in order for these movies to work, like the horror comedy films, like the horror element has to be present and real and like you do have to feel like legit sense of like danger and like 
you truly felt that like with the opening of this movie. Also, just a clarification, we are going to spoil it. So once again, like if you haven't seen it, please go see it. Turn the podcast off now. Go see it before listening. Yeah, I just felt like the opening was so both scary and funny. The cast was like incredible. They really just like everyone like nailed their roles. Like it didn't. And, and, you know, to Tessa's point, like this is kind of exactly what the podcast is about. Like you get to have all these different Black people and none of them feel the same. Like they're all such unique, distinctive characters. They all have their own ways in which like their humor comes across and how they relate to each other. Like the interpersonal kind of life between the characters like really worked well and like continued throughout. And it was like, for those of you who don't know, this movie was born out of a sketch that a really funny, originally Chicago-based uh, sketch group did through Comedy Central. And like, it's sometimes really hard for these movies, you know, sketch movies that are based off sketches to like feel like complete movies. And like, sometimes it feels like it's drawn out and not like, not like, like a whole movie. I don't think anyone who didn't know that would know that this came from a sketch idea. You know, it just feels like a really funny, good idea. And yeah, I mean, like X was fantastic. I think Dwayne was really great. Like he really popped, like I'm really hoping that a lot of these people get to be in, in, in movies more and bigger films. Like, you know, and then like the people who we know a little bit more, like, uh, like Antoinette, who was on like Dear White People, like sh- I thought she did so great in her role. I might vote Antoinette MVP. Oh, okay, of the movie. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. She's a lead. Sure. And like Melvin Gregg, who also has been in so, so many movies. He, he's so funny. If you've ever seen uh, American Vandal on Netflix, which like, season so was was he in? T- two. Yeah, I think two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. so funny in that. He was so great in it. Everyone did such a fantastic job. Yeah, I'm excited to to talk about it. But like, yeah, I'm so happy for these people. And I really hope that more people see it and it continues a, a, a trend in this direction. Because like, also what I feel like is missing from, like, we don't get this that much that often. These like original movies with like new actors or newer actors you know what i mean like it feels so rare now to get a movie like this and so i think it's so important to support it we start off and the movie starts with uh the opening scene is with yvonne and jay farrow who are you know arguably two of the biggest you know names in in the cast (laughs) probably along with jermaine (laughs) and um they even make a reference to it at some point because they were talking about Scream. My first um, huge guffaw laugh of the movie. It was so funny. It was brilliant. It was, it was so funny. <laughs> they, they, one of the questions in the game, because they're playing the game, the game is the blackening. And one of the questions is like, name a black person to survive a horror movie. And so they say yeah. <laughs> Omar Epps and <laughs> Jada Pinkett and Scream 2. But they, of course, famously die immediately in that in that yeah. movie arguably where that stereotype comes from of dying of the black people dying first i still i've been trying to tra- i've been trying to track where that well, com- <laughs> where no, that comes from it, com- because- it comes from like just the reality of black people in horror films and and like throughout the like you know decades but i think that's when it became 
it was like really noted in like modern day culture, like that there was a trend. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because what's his name? The, the other the the other black actor in that movie, he calls it out by saying, you know, brothers don't last long in, in situations like this. So it's already right. it already yes, oh. it's already in the zeitgeist at that at that point. But I'm trying to think of like the time where it was like clearly. Anyway, they 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 bring that up yeah. and then they go. I heard that the that the studio just couldn't afford to keep them around for long enough because they were the bigger stars. And then they both pause and look at each other. It's so funny. It's so it's funny. so funny. It's so meta. <laughs> I think one of the things that this movie did that I honestly was hoping from when we saw Boo a Medea Halloween, I thought uh-huh. that movie was going to be a little bit more like this. In the sense mm-hmm. that it's like, well, if you have just all black people in a horror film, then those black people are going to act like real human beings and not like dumb people who are in a horror movie. And it doesn't mean that they're going to live, but it does mean like they're going to like be like, wait a minute, hold up, you know, like question things like not necessarily just walk blindly into a dark room like you know like or if that end if that's going to happen we're going to make a comment about it you know mm-hmm. so i love like you know she like is getting scared and she's like <laughs> you know like does that the dmx right. joke that's in the trailer <laughs> you know <laughs> oh i forgot about that um yeah and like they're like thinking about how to get out of here um, which is which was great. Also, like the the whole movie, but we start with it. It's like I'm I really want to read this script because everybody in it is such good improvisers that I really want to know what was improvised and what was written because it was just so there's so much comedy and fun in it. I, it would just be as a, it would just be a delight to see which part of the genius was happening. And, you know, I feel like Yvonne yeah. or G's DMX was like, did she improvise that? <laughs> right. I feel like there are, there definitely are like a lot of well-written jokes placed in them. I know I did. So I looked it up. I did also audition for Clifton and like the whole yeah. bit between Shanika and Clifton with like the iPhone and the Android. And she's like, I'm so sorry about the Android. Like that was written. Like that was a joke in the script. Uh, which yeah. X nailed perfectly. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like the opening was just like kind of perfect and like we get, you know, the kind of gruesome death and the like establishing of the game. Yes, okay, wait, we get the gruesome gruesome death and then and then he says, I, I think a great line for this movie, which is, run, Nick, <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> it's just so funny that the first, it's not just run, it's run, Nick. That was so yeah. funny. You know, we get the scene where, so Dwayne, Allison, Lisa kind of driving and we know some that Namdi is going to be there who Dwayne doesn't like or, or at least somebody's going to be there that, you know, I think he says like, as long as it's not Namdi, you know, and we kind of like getting establishing their characters. It's like really fun. Yes. They introduce the talking with their eyes uh, thing. Yeah. That. that uh, oh, I loved it. The movie. So funny. I know. It, I didn't think that it was going to be this like running joke. I feel like it was like not only perfectly executed, but also heightened. You know what I mean? Like even yeah. at the even towards the very end. Yeah, yeah. I was oh, waiting man. for at least the the an integral moment of of silent talking 
you know, but the way that they did it, I, the, I thought the way that they did it was was excellent. <laughs> well, we kind of got it like where it was like, yeah, you trust me, like do this, like, you know, and he's like communicating, like do that. And then we get, we get clipped being like, wait a minute, did you hear that? It's like, yeah. yeah, I mean, per- truly. <laughs> It was surprising because I was like waiting for something, but I wasn't waiting for that. Like I wasn't wasn't waiting for it to be like, oh, someone not involved hears it. (laughs) It's also going to hear hear exactly what they're saying. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I like that King, like Melvin Gregg's character is like this, like supposedly like ex-gangster, you know, (laughs) I don't know. The character was so funny. He just like played, who's like also like talking with a very like kind of almost like a hippie like like mm-hmm. chill namaste kind of vibe you know i'm not familiar with him i think that he goes into the braylock category he has a very braylock energy to me i think <laughs> i think he was cute i did think i, I could play that character i, I, think, I was like yeah I could play yeah that character. he was yeah. so cute he was so funny i really i'm not familiar with that actor so i haven't seen we have to watch American Vandal like okay. season yeah. two. That, that's yeah. He's, he's so he's funny, also though. in he's um, so Nine Perfect Strangers. He's pretty good in that. I was so charmed by him, and he was like, "I'm like, oh, this is a little Braylock." Um, I love that he. Ha- I, I love that like all of that like you're dating a white you're dating a white woman stuff. I feel like they handled that very realistically, and uh, and your dad's white that kind of stuff. I feel like they handled it in a way that felt like funny and realistic but not in this like 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 i felt like it was a realistic conversation but i like as as a little you know half black half white girl like it wasn't like the painful stuff where you're like oh i don't belong black people don't accept me it was like (laughs) yeah this is a part of the jokes and this is funny and and also we're calling ourselves out on the complicatedness of this of these jokes which Mm -hmm. i really appreciated and that too to me helped solidify like what their friendships were too you know because it was like they they are friends so any kind of talk like that they have probably already addressed to some degree like like if it ever did get under someone's skin to the point of of you know them of of it point of it hurting or what have you you know they they've addressed it and so now it's like you know they're they're just ragging on each other or or yeah, whatever. I thought totally. that yeah, I really liked that. Yeah, so like kind of some of the interpersonal stuff that's set up here is that essentially uh, Dwayne uh, has beef with Namdi because uh, he used to date uh, Lisa, the character Lisa, and uh, he cheated on her in college, and so Dwayne is still upset at him for that. But Lisa's like, oh, we're friends again. And, you know, very quickly we learn that they're not just friends, they're actually back together. But Lisa hasn't told Dwayne about it. We learn that King is married to, or is or is married to, or just has girl, is a girlfriend with a white woman. Oh, I can't remember if... Who's Armenian? Yeah. Who's Armenian. <laughs> like, exotic white. Namdi, like, says, like, he's, like, he's turned a leaf, like, he cheats all the time. And King's like, yeah, like, this is all you always saying, this is different, but it's always the same. But he's like, no, 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 it's different this time. Uh, talking about Lisa, Shanika's kind of there to just like, you know, get crunk. She has, but so, but so are they all, I guess. Like Lisa gives Dwayne a Molly, and uh, and then apparently she also takes Molly, 
And then and Shanika wants it as soon as she walks in. Right. And Shanika's already buying wine for everybody. And then nobody knows who Clifton is. Like everyone's kind of forgotten about him. Nobody knows mm-hmm. his name. Yeah. Uh, and they're all like, why are you here? You know, and, and at some point they accuse him of inviting himself. I remember feeling like feeling like, oh, it's weird that that no one knows him. But I think the when when he's first introduced X may even X Shanika may even say like, oh, hey, you know, like I think she says that first, yeah. maybe even before he's he's says it. So it's like we it, we already know that they know each other. But just but the but the memory is shaky in that way. Yeah. And she, right. and then but she also goes like, well, what are you doing here in the middle of nowhere? And he's like, I mean, I'm also going to the the Juneteenth party. Yeah, the yeah. reunion. And she's like, oh. oh. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, uh, Yvonne Orji's character invited me, gave me, sent me an evite on my phone, but I don't have it. And there was a whole Android iPhone thing, which was really silly. And X going, no, it was. I mean, she's just every line she ever ever says is just so perfect and hilarious it was just so dumb (laughs) and that was enough for us to be like oh that's why she's like being nice and bringing him home with her that was enough Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i really didn't question it too much yeah they played space together i will say like they like it was pretty it did feel like man they're really mean to clifton like in a way that felt unnecessary shanika's the nicest to him but like He's like, oh, I want to play. And they're like, uh. <laughs> I the mean, girls, right, you can't. All the girls were nicer than the boys. The boys were just flat out mean. But this felt real, too. Like, I felt Allison who? was still kind of mean. Allison was like, I mean, also, like, you need a partner, you know, and we're doing huh. boys versus girls. Huh. So you'd have to learn from the boys, you know. And then they were like, yeah, you're not going to, you know. Well, just exactly this energy, though it was like it's it's mean, but it's also like you know if the if there's a game that's always played every whatever every every get together every this every that you know then there's gonna be those like set rules that like make it hard as the person who doesn't know how to play or doesn't or 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 isn't always there. Uh, to break in so it was like it while it was mean I, f- I felt like i got it like it felt like it felt like yeah i mean you overstepping trying to play spades right now you can't like you can't, <laughs> it's true you don't know how to play they can't they can't stop their fun to teach you how to play that's not how this it's, goes it's true i don't know how to play spades and i've been around people who play spades and none of them wanted to stop and teach me how to play spades yeah it's true yeah. It is. It's an intimidating thing to start to be to play spades with a bunch of black people who who all know how because it's a partnered game and nobody wants to be partnered with somebody who doesn't know how to play. (laughs) That's true. That's why. I know you got you guys got to teach me all like behind the scenes so I can come into a party knowing what I'm doing. (laughs) Indoctrinate me a little bit. So we 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 get a scene where we know that Lisa and Namdi just had sex. Uh, Dwayne's on Molly, so like you know he's kind of like doing his thing. Um, Sorry to pause it, but Dwayne's like a excellent dancer. So as much as that was like a great moment, I also was like, oh man, we could have gotten so much more dancing from Dwayne because he is yeah. a really good dancer. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But so the lights go out and they're like, oh. 
they kind of get they look they're looking around they see the game room you know they notice that that sign wasn't there before they go down and you know the the blackening game you know commences and we get okay did this killer have a name by the way no (laughs) but their name is blackface in the uh (laughs) their name is blackface in the script I have to say, because we didn't talk about the game when it was first introduced earlier. The game right. is yes. so creepy. It has the, like, the the black face. <laughs> Sambo. Uh, they called it the Sambo, Sambo. right? Sambo yeah. in, the, in, the, in the center of it. And that's where the, like, the, where the jigsaw or ghost face, or in this case, black face uh, voice comes from. And it's, and, and it's, like, so... I don't know. I uh, there's what's the song that's playing every time the every time the the TV comes on. I just love that like you're we're being scared by like by minstrel like <laughs> I thought that was such at first when I yeah. in the trailer when I was like it's a board game like why is it a board game? I was like I was I couldn't understand what would cuz it's not a board game in the sketch, right? They're just being chased right. by some so I by so I felt like I, I was like, oh, well, why is it? I wonder why they chose to do a board game. But then seeing it in practice, it was so scary. And and then where why it ultimately is what it is, I thought was such a strong justification for the game. Um, I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was all I thought it was really cool. And the design of all of the little pieces, I thought, token. was the really token smart. Piece yeah, yeah. He, uh, and uh, was... Clifton being the the dice, I thought I was like, okay, all right, Clifton. Okay, <laughs> anyway, that's... wait, why was Clifton the dice? Because he's they the wild say. card. He's the one. He's the one that you don't know oh, who he is. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got uh, it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. He, he picked that up first, and I was like. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. It's on. You now. already knew. Oh, that's really interesting. I also loved. Like, I was also like, wait, can we make this into merch? Because I would play this. Yeah. Like, I would play like a a black trivia game. Like, I would play this board game with right. some like threat and and like dares in it and different things like that. Like, I think. We, I, I would, I think we should make that into something. Yeah, they got to figure out the. It can't be the Sambo. I don't want that Sambo in my house. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that at the center of my party. But (laughs) the questions were great. I loved them. Yeah. Yeah. They they do the they do the Nas one mic math. That was really funny. <laughs> Do the one mic, Matt. That was I couldn't believe it. Oh, oh my god, killed me. And, and, every, the, and oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, and they also talked about the dark Aunt Viv and Black, the yeah, light Aunt Viv. Aunt yes. Viv. How many seasons? Because it was so yeah. traumatic for all of us, and so complicated <laughs> for all of us growing up watching it. That like it really is. It's something we have to talk about over and over again and bring up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the way, the way yeah. that they who who knew what question and how it came out, who knew right. what yes. I thought that was great. Yeah, the second verse of lift the they're like, what's the second verse of lift every voice and sing? And everybody's like, what? Like second verse, like uh, you know. Did you know uh, it, James? Do you know it? Oh, of course not. I I, I was with Dwayne. I was with Dwayne. I just make. I just kind of make. <laughs> it up. <laughs> Yeah, like I sing in that in choir and stuff, but I don't think I've ever sung the second verse. It was amazing that Allison knew, not only knew it, but then like sang it and like sang it really well. Really well. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, 
but then, of course, the question that they stumble on is name five black characters and friends. And they're all like, friends? Like, is that the show with the, all the white people? Like, I don't know about... I, like, I don't really watch that show, but I, I guess... I, I, I do know Craig Robinson was on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was the boss of... Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then, like, Aisha Taylor was, like, yeah, like, Joey's love interest for, for a little bit, you know, but I don't watch that show. I love that they all were like, I don't watch that show. And then Nambi just keeps going like, so you do so you do watch it. So you all watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so you you all watch the show. <laughs> that was so funny. Just a bunch of black people not wanting me to admit that they watch Friends. <laughs> a show famously just devoid of black people. Oh man! And then there was like wrong because the answer was I don't I watch don't, that. I don't know because I don't watch that show. Yeah, yeah I watch. I watch yeah, I watch that show. Single. I watch Living Single. <laughs> Which is true. I did watch Living Single, too. I did watch yeah. Living Single. I did not watch Friends. But who doesn't know that Aisha Tyler was on the show? I don't know. What, That's what the made only it funny one I would was, know. Because that was yeah. the first Same. one I think that was said was Aisha Tyler. But then what made it funny was they then said a very specific, like, who she was playing on. The, they were, yeah. <laughs> that was what gave it away, you know? And then the, the pattern was so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was great. And then that's when we find that's when we get what was the sketch, which is the question, uh, right? Like this is when they had to. Mm-hmm. Pick yeah, somebody. yeah. Is prove who's the blackest. Prove, prove yeah. which one of you is the blackest. And in that sketch, did they have somebody who voted for Trump? Like in the original? I think sketch? so. Yeah, but only because yeah, only once. Because at that point, uh, I right, think the second election hadn't happened yet. So we got the additional twice. He voted for Trump twice. Hilarious. Yeah. And I remember yeah. the ending uh, of the sketch is they all have hot sauce in their bag. Is that how yeah. it is? <laughs> I never is? saw the sketch, but I think I had like saw references to the sketch enough that yeah. I like, remember that. Yeah. I think Chioke yeah. Nasor might have directed that one. Oh, might have. I feel like we haven't talked about the scares of the movie, but already up to this point, there are some real like scary like what's happening jump moments sure. and stuff like that like it's definitely like that we've already done a really great job of like the balance of like <gasps> what's happening fun happiness oh what's happening and like real real genuine scariness like it wasn't campy scare i forgot like they see uh morgan on the tv because it's like you're gonna try to save save morgan they do this really funny bit where they're like watching it on the TV, but they see that she's in the basement. So they're kind of all spread out and they're like, oh my God, he's behind you. And then somebody's like, he's behind her. He's right. And there's like a telephone like chained to the door. <laughs> like, I, I thought that cheered. was so great. I cheered when that happened. I thought that was so fun. <laughs> so, he's walking up the stairs. He's walking up the stairs. He's walking up the stairs. Girl, he's behind you. Girl, he's behind you. Like, it was like, I couldn't believe. They were like, you know what? They're all going to do it. <laughs> instead, instead of, oh, it was perfect. It's truly, so great. Truly perfect. It was so great. And it's also like a, such an homage to like black movies in that way too of like watching black movies with black folks which is just like you know yeah i love it Uh, that's another thing like if you haven't seen this movie yet one if you haven't seen this movie yet and you're worried about scary movies nothing there are some jump scares and different things like that but there's nothing too scary and there's very little blood there's literally like i think we see like 
one, if you're worried and checking this out, if you're a person like that who needs to like know ahead of time, like we see like a little bit of blood on a t-shirt and we see one character's throat get slit. It's just so you know what level of gross it is. The movie is also so grounded that if you are there for the horror, you you might even have the feeling that it could stand to be scarier even. Like it's so mm -hmm. like which I think is a testament to the movie. You know, they ba they balance the horror and the comedy so well. But then you feel like it, you never feel like you're watching a slapstick or something, you know, a, or a cartoon, you know, a sketchy movie, you know. And and I thought that that was really like every now and again, I'm just like, oh, I want to see like I want to see someone's face get ripped off, <laughs> even, <laughs> you know, and they could they could have done it. You know, it's it's grounded enough that, that yeah. could have gotten to that point. And at the same time, I respect that they didn't probably want to see like a bunch of black people get mutilated. <laughs> no, I, and, and not only that, but like yeah. they 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 figured this is, I guess, spoiler, but they figured out a way to, you know, that like kill in, in sort of in classic tradition, kill off the, the big stars. Now it's now tradition. You kill off the stars in the beginning. <laughs> and then we essentially only see white people die for the rest of the, of the, of the movie. Right. Which they I thought, kept, that yeah, was they cool that they figured that out. Pass alive. Yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> I liked how like X was like, stab him in the foot. And she's like, uh, and he's like, give me this. <laughs> Stabs him in the foot. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then I love that when they came back, Dwayne, they're like, how is everything? <laughs> because they just just because they closed the door and it stabbed them in the foot. Yeah. And Dwayne goes, it's okay. Everything's solved. <laughs> <laughs> we did everything solved. And then like, it's over and then now, he's like I think right there. Say. <laughs> it's over now and then he's right behind them he shoots and they all duck and then melvin gets hit oh my god that was so hilarious twice a lot of in the same spot twice in the same, <laughs> same spot, spot. <laughs> that oh reminds me later on when they're trying to pull it out of melvin and then uh allison stabs herself yes. with the arrow that's right it was so silly. I loved it. They, and they and really... when it happens, they go, girl, how did this happen? They like <laughs> chastise her. Yes. <laughs> girl, what, what is this? What happened here? Yes, yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, that was that was incredible. They do the, the who's the blackest question after the whole uh, trying to save Morgan and then they, they can't. Or, um, and then... When they do who's the blackest, they wind up voting. Everybody votes for Clifton because essentially, well, one, because they, he says that he voted for Trump twice, but really because he's the one that they don't really know. Yes, I don't know him. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. It's it's easy to, to tell, to say, or I guess easier because I can't imagine having to choose who's going to die in, in any situation. But I imagine it's easier to say this person I don't know than it is to say this person, my best friend or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. definitely. Which is also brutal because you know, at this point, I did feel bad for Clifton, even though he is uh, a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the very he beginning. He is Steve Urkel. Like, yeah. he's Steve Urkel. 
which is which makes it easier to let him die and feel you know and have people meet be mean to him and stuff like that but it's interesting like at the at first i was like wait is this gonna be too much character because it's like doesn't match really what other people are doing i was really like into it by the end like i was totally like this works for me this fits this fits the like balance of energies of everyone and like i'm i'm digging what it what uh jermaine's doing by the end of yeah and almost especially at the end when when he's spoiler alert is revealed to be the, the the mastermind behind everything and he like and he like loses it all of those like (laughs) all of those screams and everything i was i was howling it was so so funny how upset he was and like what his plan was and why he was like you told you you you, you," (laughs) someone goes it's not like it's not like we revoked your black card. And he's like, actually, that's exactly what you said. Yeah, you exactly, <laughs> those exact words. You said, <laughs> I revoke your black card. And she's like, oh, that does sound. Uh, and like then at some point, what do they go? They go, nigga. And he goes, nigga, exactly. You know, or whatever. It was, <laughs> it was like vindication for him. <laughs> that was, uh, it was oh great. That whole, the whole <laughs> okay. uh, ending was, was incredible. You know, John and I saw it in the midday, so we didn't get to see it with like a big audience. And I really like can't wait to get into a theater with a big audience again, because I like we the the small audience that we had for like the just daytime on a Monday um, was like this already like verbal and like, you know, talking back to the screen. But I just can't imagine what it would feel like in like a big ass you know, audience full of people who were ready to yell at the screen. Yeah, the energy was uh, was electric in my theater, but it was also a smaller theater. And I noticed that as a trend with obviously this is a a lower budget movie. So they're releasing them in smaller houses anyway. Um, But I hope this has that 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 thing where it it just starts gaining traction and then and does start moving into, you know, more theaters and in bigger houses and stuff like that, because it really is that good. It's it really just is that good, you know? Oh yeah. Like I want this to be the next Rocky horror picture show where people have signs (laughs) and they have choreography and they have moments in the movie where they all say things like this is it's, it's all there for people to enjoy forever. And there's so much of it that's so evergreen, like that. I feel like this can, this will be funny and hilarious in 10, 20 years yeah. also. I feel like when X jumped into the lake and started swimming. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, did you clap? I feel like I was like, I was like, somebody clapped. And then I was like, wait, maybe that might have been Tessa. But it was so fun. It was so funny. She was just like, all right. <laughs> like she yelled at King for being a stereotype because he couldn't swim. And she's just swimming. Yeah. And then like, and then he, she starts getting shot at. And he's like, she's like, no. Nigga, you, nigga, you, you shooting, shooting arrows at me? <laughs> Stop it! Oh <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I know you. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, that was hilarious. And then, and then I, King jumping on him, and then starting to fight, and then realizing he's like, "Oh, you can't even fight." <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> The actor playing it played it so well. He felt so dopey and like (laughs) slow in his movement. It was so funny. 
Uh, but then he cramps up. Yes. Because of the and sugar. Just say, I, I was like waiting for him to cramp. And when they both get to the lake, I was like, he's going to cramp in the water. Like I was waiting for yeah. that. So I thought it was really right. funny that he ends up he ends up no. cramping in this <laughs> other way. Like he can't swim. Yeah. So he, he cramps in the middle of the easiest fight he could have possibly had. I thought that was really funny. Oh, so great. Uh, and then and then uh, Grace on Adderall comes in with <laughs> right. she has with the, the war paint and the, then she yeah. just Wolverines the guy. <laughs> I love that. How quickly oh, they were able to drop the the killers once they were actually face to face with them was like like yeah. as soon as they didn't have a crossbow it was like oh these guys they're gone Are they're, <laughs> like right. Totally, yeah. Yeah, and splitting up actually worked, maybe? Yeah, yeah. had yeah. they not split up, yeah. They wouldn't have found out that there were more than one. And also, um, speaking of the different ways we killed, um, Allison's, Antoinette's m- murder scene was extraordinary. Yes. I mean, that was a standing ovation. Oh, oh. I just need to stop for a moment and talk about why I think that Antoinette deserves MVP of the movie. Okay. Because I think that she played it every moment so sincerely, so authentic. I think that she was the heart of the movie. I think she was the fear of the movie. I feel like she, I feel like there was such a genuineness to everything she was doing that really grounded everything so that everyone else could do their funny character stuff. And she was like, heart and soul of this movie in this really believable solid ass way like she was fucking acting her ass off and That's i real. feel like i i feel like it, it it's it was a such an important part of making this so this uh, everybody else and their comedy really work I really loved what she was doing. And then we are so rooting for her when she is destroying <laughs> the murderer nonstop and screaming, why does, why does it always have to be black women saving everybody? And it was just like, <laughs> you just want to stand up and give her a standing ovation for it. The and way they- she was laying into <laughs> that man's head with that candlestick. <laughs> with the oh candlestick. God. So funny when Dwayne was like, "What? What is this clue?" <laughs> and then she's like, and then at the end she's like, "Did you two have something to say about my choice of weapon?" And they're like, "No." And they're so scared of her. I loved it like, so much. I also really love, like, in terms of sincere moments, I know that we're not, I'm not in linear conversation moment, but, like, I don't really care about linearness, so um, bear with me. (laughs) Well, I'm the one that jumped to the end, and I apologize. I'm not apologizing. (laughs) I'm I'm saying that linear time is just one option of the way that we negotiate time, and I'm not interested in it. So, um, (laughs) not interested in it. Um, I feel like Dwayne's like genuine upsetness about like a friend and being like the like best gay best gay friend who's like always there when you break up and like you're utilizing me and like you're taking advantage of me and then you abandon me to go back to your bullshit is like such a real thing. And I just really love like the like I love that Dwayne, I think, performed that moment really 
really well and really genuinely. And I love that it got into the movie because I feel like it's such a, like a real thing. And I loved it. I just yeah, I feel like there were a lot of moments like that where we're like, yes, this is also real. This is real friendship. This is real dynamics. Like as much as we're having something so much fun running around from like scary, like murderers and like having hilarious laughs, like there's real juice to the script too around friendship that I really, really appreciated. Yeah, definitely. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. And also, what's his name who played the cop? That that whole De- yeah, Dietrich Bader. White. White. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. And that and White. you know, that, that was a nice misdirect, I thought, with him. Um and like the way that he the way that he'd be like, well if I got inv- <laughs> if I got invited to the cookout, I wouldn't ex- I wouldn't go. <laughs> I wouldn't go because I, would I know be that happy, I know I that my go. presence would just be intruding upon black spaces. <laughs> and he's just like very yeah. <laughs> Amazing. very open. And then about but that. then he said something. What else did he say where they were like, Don't get too comfortable? What did he say? Because, uh, yeah, uh, he, well it was that they were like they were like something like we we chose to split up or we'll we'll talk to the cops or whatever. And he's right. like, But you're but you're black. <laughs> but you're all black. <laughs> yeah and they were like okay don't get too comfortable <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh yeah, yeah um yeah and then he died Oof, his death after begging them to trust him yeah <laughs> and then Dwayne's no. like maybe we should have we should have trusted him <laughs> no of course you should not have trusted him uh, I know what that looks like. Die. I found it. I I swear. <laughs> I found the mess. It's perfect. Ah, oh, so good. <sighs> Movie's so good. It's a perfect movie. It truly is. Someone asked me today if it rule if it if it does it rule, and I replied, "It's perfection." Because you know what? It is perfection. It's so. perfection. Or I might have said it's um, perfect. Yeah, I we, think it's perfection. We, is your quote? Is I said it's perfect. <clears throat> That's what I said. Okay. Good <laughs> distinction. Just to be clear, uh, just to be clear so everyone knows what I said. <laughs> and then Dwayne, I think Dwayne is the one who does the final push of Clifton into the well, right? Yes. 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 I was really cool. hoping that there was going to be some surprise where we got Jay and Javon back into the story and that they weren't no, really I dead. Thought- yeah, yeah, I thought that too. Well, I thought Jay was dead for sure, but I was like, oh, maybe. Yeah, Jay was, was dead, okay. but maybe Yvonne. But nah, she no. wasn't. She was dead in the well. In the well. She, was, she was dead. In and the that well. little laugh that we hear at the end. Do you think he's still alive? Oh, I thought that like not seeing the bottom of the well is enough for there to to leave it open ended in that way. You know, because it would be cool right. if the killer keeps coming back in a jigsaw kind of. I have to see the blackening too. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm going to be waiting overnight on a sidewalk for the tickets for Blackening too. And then we get the little fun moment at the end where they're like, so what do we do now? And they like call the cops and they all just laugh. And then it's like, wait, but really though, what are we going to do? <laughs> I love that. And then Dwayne's so- idea is to call the fire uh, department, department, department have guns. which I honestly think is great because fire department usually also comes with the, an ambulance as well. Right, yeah, yeah. Like an EMT, like one, you know. And then they just get power hosed. Yeah, they get hosed. That's hilarious. That was fun. A perfect oh. button. It's a perfect movie. Oh, also, at some point, 
Dwayne just magically got a costume change, which was hilarious. Yes, and his third one of the movie. And he's the only one costumes. who changes his clothes. <laughs> I love it. His third costume change of the movie. Got to. Got to. I mean, you're going to write a whole ass movie. Got to make sure you get some costume changes in there. What did you guys think of Allison? What what else have you seen that actress in? Grace Byers? Because uh, I don't watch Empire. I'm just looking at what her credits are. I don't wa- I didn't watch Empire. Yeah, I never watched Empire. I didn't watch Empire. Oh, she was on The Expanse also. And is currently in Harlem. Yeah, she's in Harlem. Currently she's in, in main Harlem. cast. I think she was so excellent. I loved what she did. I think that she played that role. I think this is her first like big role in a movie. I think she rocked. I think that she really complimented the other people. I feel like she did like gorgeous straight man work. That's a character you yeah. can play, too. I love that that's what you think. <laughs> that's, that's a nice thing. Oh, and nice I never watched The say. Gifted, but she was in that. I think I saw the first episode of that, but I didn't watch. Any uh-huh. closing thoughts? I do have a closing thought. Okay. I think that this movie is an absolute inspiration. I think that. On a personal level, I've gotten to see both Ex Mayo and Dwayne Perkins really come from working their butts off on their own and like putting themselves in their like character workshops and their character shows and they're like putting up their stuff and doing their improv in like basements in, of unpaid theaters and like hustling and doing that and knowing that this is where they belong in their careers and doing all of the hard ass work to do it and making the relationships and connections and networking. And they're both people who don't just strive to develop themselves. They bring along so many other people and highlight so many other people's work and create. And they really believe that like the like black artistic community needs to be lifted up and like celebrated and that there's room for everyone and they've done it in so many amazing ways so it's so amazing to see those specific actors up here like doing that i love i'm so excited to see antoinette in this lead i hope i see antoinette in so many more leads of movies i feel like she could be the next Julia Roberts. I think she's got all the chops in the world. I want to see her in everything. I also don't mind just staring at her gorgeous ass face. I thought she was absolutely amazing <laughs> in it. I love that Melvin guy. Like I can't, I'm glad to hear that he's been in lots of movies, but I don't know his name and I want to see him in so many more things. Cause he's so charming and funny. Like I can't even stand it. I love Yvonne Orji and Jermaine and Jay all showing up in this and just like throwing down for this film. And like, I think Jermaine, like, oh, Jermaine's another one. Jermaine is somebody who's like been working at this and he's like now a big superstar, but he's another person who's just been like working his ass off forever and also lifting so many other people up and showing up for so many other people's projects consistently. Like he is the real deal. Like he's a big famous person and he shows up for other people's projects who are coming up so consistently. And it's just so exciting to see them all working together. It's like all really good people all really working together like no like dramas like it's people who i can just be so happy for their successes and 
and are really interested in what this podcast is all about, which is just like making more representation, making art, making fun art, making really cool creative characters so we get to watch people be funny and dumb and serious and touching. Also, like this movie is just like so like what this freaking podcast is about, like you know, I don't know what you guys are like seven, eight years in. I don't know how long you've been doing this freaking ten? thing. I don't know. And like how long have we been ten? ten it's so years? crazy. It's forever. One hundred um, years. <laughs> okay. And like 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 thirty five years now you guys have been doing this podcast. And I feel like <laughs> it's just so exciting to it's such a it's a really important moment to be like, okay, not only is this movie exactly what the podcast is talking about, where people get to be funny and people get to be characters and people get to act and we get to see real friendship. We get to see real female friendships. We get to see uh, we have to get queer representation. We get to see folks doing their thing. It's so funny. It's honoring the horror genre really, really well and excellently. It's really funny. It's really real. Like we've got good acting, good things. And it's people we know who have been doing this work and are bringing it up. Like, I just think this is a really important moment for the podcast to see this movie and be like it's happening and it's like and the the needle is shifting like these are this is a major motion picture it's in all the amcs it's a big deal that's what i have to say (laughs) and i I mean and i feel like you know just in response to that this is the perfect episode for us to end on you know what i mean this is the perfect last (laughs) episode of our 47 year podcast Hold on. Just would like to say thank you all for listening. <laughs> <laughs> the next podcast led by Tessa Claire Hirsch. <laughs> oh. oh no. <laughs> no, but truly uh, everything you said. Like yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. everything you said. Yeah. Very real. All right. Well, it's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we liked it. My black fists are cause. up, Bray. Okay, they well, know what the cause is. And no, the black fist is up. I, just, I got two black okay. fists. I'm curling my toes into a fist. All right. Bray. Well, I need to explain what the cause is. And that is we rate and review films not based on how much we liked it, but whether or not it black, helped the cause black, of more leading bam. black actors in Hollywood. If we feel like it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. That's if we right. feel like it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we feel like we it didn't ain't help doing the cause that at all. We ain't we doing this one either. You ain't got to well, say okay, it. But okay, on the count of three, they'll know what we all did. You have to count you know. all the fists. You know. And yeah, maybe, you have to count all the fists. Maybe or maybe not, James will raise a black fist. So on the count of three, here we go. One, <laughs> two, three. Boom, there it is. How many fists is up? How many fists? All right. We got six black fists. Six <laughs> black right. fists. Six hey. black fists. Six right. black fists. There six is. black fists. It's six six. Black fists. six of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's, There's not, we don't it's need to explain anything else. I can't wait yes. to watch every Dwayne Perkins movie that's ever been written. Truly, I can't wait to watch I, them listen, all. I yeah, set it up top, but I was ready. I walked into this movie ready to be like on some bitter, <laughs> on yeah. some bitter, like oh they oh let's see what this movie. <laughs> <laughs> or totally. like I was gonna or the opposite like I was gonna like sl- or the other bitter side of it like I was gonna s- slide into a deep depression and like and feel like why am totally. I not 
And I only felt joy. Like I had a great time. It was so much fun. Everybody was fantastic. I, I can't, I, it's a, it's a great movie and I can't, I truly can't wait for what's next. Truly can't wait. And I do think that it makes room for more. I think I can't. Yeah. And including your scripts that you guys have written. I think it makes room for more. Yeah, so if anybody's a producer and really excited to make the next thing that's just like, you know, coming from sketch, making it into a movie, got great representation, we got this script. They have it. It's true. Amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tessa, thank you for guesting. Thank you so Uh, much for letting me come back, even though I'm so cruel and break all the rules. It is a pleasure always. And our listeners are glad, as are we, to have you is there anywhere where people can find you that you want to anything you want to promote? I'm doing a monthly show at UCB Franklin. So if you're in L.A., please come Ooh. see the female gaze. It's this Saturday, you June 24th. Please, please come June 24th, 7 p.m. We have special guests Nicole Byer and Sashir Zameda as our guests for it. It's a parody of a daytime talk show and it's a long running show that I've been doing Um UCB, I would make mean the world to me for folks to come out. And then also holler at me at Tassandra on Instagram and tell me how much it's you like me on this podcast so that I can show it to Jonathan. I love hearing that the listeners actually do enjoy me because it's the only thing that lets they them do. let me back in onto the podcast because <laughs> I can't tell you. The truth is, guys. Uh, behind scenes, Jonathan, James, and Gerard are very resistant to letting me back on this podcast. This isn't if true. You don't okay, come now, on. Now you're and if you don't give, them, if you don't give on, if you don't do more, you, we need five-star reviews that say, we need more Tessa. We need more Tessa. <laughs> write those five-star reviews. Write on Instagram. We need activity on those socials. resistance. <laughs> zero. I need you. I need you to fight for me. I need you to save me on this island. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Um, you can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmenpodcast.com is our website. We have links to our premium accounts. We have a Patreon. We also have Red Circle on uh, Patreon. You get bonus episodes, at least two bonus episodes every month. Uh, we recently reviewed Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, as well as... The Little Mermaid. And next week on Patreon and Red Circle, uh, we will be reviewing Elemental, the Elemental. new Pixar film. Ooh, which I is not doing well out. box office-wise, so please go see it. Go, yeah, see, go see that. Elemental. Also, if you subscribe to Red Circle, we have our back catalog on there. It's a dollar. Actually, it's six dollars a month. That's supposed to Patreon. It's five dollars a month, but you get the bonus episodes plus our back catalog, uh, which is like honestly like three hundred episodes, if not more. Only six dollars? That's such a bargain for all that. I, yeah, I I agree. Uh, That's great. If you rate and review us on iTunes and give us five stars. I'll read your review on the air. This is by Migped. Uh, it says, love the podcast endlessly. I love this podcast so much. I've listened for years. But a movie y'all haven't done yet, which I think would be perfect for the podcast, is a little-known movie called Malibu's Most Wanted. Thanks for the laughs and the great commentary. Um, you know, technically, Malibu's Most Wanted doesn't fall under our parameters because it stars Jamie Kennedy, a white man. Um, but it is a fun movie that is a 
interesting one to talk about. And maybe one day we'll review it on Patreon. Um, But next week we will be reviewing Elemental on our premium podcast, Patreon and Red Circle. And then the week after that, we'll be back here on the free pod, on the main pod, and we'll, we'll be reviewing Joyride, I believe, which is going to be an incredible comedy film Starring Ashley Park, Stephanie Sue, and Sherry Cola, and Sabrina Wu. It's it's uh, going to be a really fun film, so go check that out. But uh, we will see you back here in two weeks, or actually three, and we'll see you on Patreon and Red Circle next week. All right, we're taking July Fourth off, so we're gonna we'll see you back here in a couple weeks. All right, thanks for listening. Peace. Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood is hosted by Jonathan Braylock, Jerome Milligan, and James III. Produced by Melissa DeMonts and Diamond Imprint Productions. And post-production sound by Coco Lawrence. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.